Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are sharing more of our personal stories and our testimonies and our, our, our journey spiritually and, and our walk with Jesus and whatever else comes to our hearts as we're sharing our stories, because our stories are very personal in multiple ways. To start us off today, I'm going to hand this over to MJ. Thanks, Angie. I just wanted to touch base with all the great listeners we have out there. And if you have any topics that you'd like us to talk about, uh, please go to godfocuspodcast.com and go to either the contact us button, or you can even email us directly at godfocuspodcast at gmail.com and throw us some ideas of things you'd like us to talk, talk about as a group. And if you ever like to jump on, uh, throw us some information and we'll uh, see if we can reach out to you and uh, put a podcast together on what you're talking about. We really appreciate all the listeners and all the different things they bring to the table. Lastly, if anybody does have the financial means to help, we are looking for some help on the technical side of the uh, podcast and do the editing and, and paying the editor uh, for some different things we'd like to add into the program. So we'd need some support if, if that is on your heart. Thanks, Angie, for letting me say those two little things. So let's get on with the testimonials. Awesome. Thank you, MJ. And today we are going to hear from Yolanda, Yolanda Richardson. Go ahead and share your beautiful story with us. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So, good morning. Where to begin? First, I was uh, wanted to say I, I was raised in a Catholic home, Roman Catholic. So I was familiar with God, the Son, God, the Father, God, the Holy Spirit. And I knew a lot of, a lot of, of the Bible stories because uh, I also went to uh, Catholic school. Um, and so the, the priest would come and share the stories. And so I, I love the stories like uh, David and Goliath and about Moses and, uh, you know, I, you name it. <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me. I always, uh, I always loved um, learning about God. The thing is, there was no personal relationship because that was something that was never really shared um, in Catholicism. Um, so as I started to grow up, I had lots of questions that no one was really able to answer. It wasn't until, uh, we're talking many years later, um, I had a, um, a situation where, uh, I was, I was raped uh, by this guy and, um, I really had a lot of questions like, um, in, in my upbringing, you know, you're told to forgive and, and, and that, um, and I can remember not, not knowing how in the world am I supposed to forgive this person who did this horrible thing. And, um, again, I was asking questions and no one could answer my questions. I, at that time was working construction and this guy, he was one of the construction workers too. In construction, we had where we, uh, what are they called, trainings. And so um, I went with this one gentleman, his name is Fred, and we went down south to, to the training. And this gentleman, uh, he was a born-again 
believer. He was always talking about God and Jesus and um, having a relationship with them and that sort of thing. I can remember um, going down to this conference where we had to stay overnight and stuff. And the ladies in the front office um, had a Bible and it was a, a one-way Bible. And um which is actually like the living Bible. So I asked them about the Bible and they said they got it, you know, from the Christian bookstore and and it wasn't too far. And so they were going to get some more. And I said, well, can you get me one? And so I got my first Bible, not having quite a personal relationship with Jesus yet, but um, wanted the Bible. So they went to the store and they got me a Bible. Well, I had been using the Bible that was in the room already and so when they got me the new one, I said, uh, does it matter which book I put in there? Because I got used to the one I had. And so they said, oh, no. So I got to keep the book that um, I had started out with. Um, and I still have it to this day. I can remember going home with Fred and uh, he shared with me that um he knew what had happened to me, and he said um, how important it was for me to forgive. Uh, while while we were there at the conference, um, I remember we were we went to a church, and then later we came back and we were doing our laundry, and um, it was then that I um, experienced a peace uh, because I I, um, I I prayed. But I experienced this peace, and and it was it was really it was really beautiful, um, and so uh, on the way home, Fred said to me that it was important that I forgive, and um, I was I was torn because I thought how how can I forgive, and because one of the things he said he said if this if this man decides to ask Jesus to be his Lord and Savior um, and to ask for forgiveness and repent from his sins, he would become uh, a Christian and be able to go to heaven. And I thought, that's horrible. How can he go to heaven, you know, just because he asked that and um, where he should be going is hell. So he explained that to me and he said, it's important that you forgive um, because the Father won't forgive you. And so I was really taken by that. And I can remember reading in the Bible um, and asking the Lord questions. And so it was sometimes like during that time when I was reading and everything that I believe I accepted his wonderful grace. It was like uh, maybe several, several weeks later, um, I was really ill. And um, a friend of mine came by and we prayed and I remember feeling better. And I thought, wow, that was really nice. <laughs> and so I think it was during that time too, that I uh, actually started my journey, um, learning more and more about who Jesus is and um, really having a relationship with him. Uh, since that time, I, I have of course grown and there's been a lot of different tragedies and such um, in my journey and he has always been there. He has never left. He really uh, loves 
each and every person um, and, and, and helps to guide them and strengthen them and give them wisdom. Yeah, I'm so, I am so grateful. So grateful. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I love the stories. It's amazing. Um, it's just amazing how God works in all sorts of fun, unique, unexpected ways. Beautiful. Anyone on now have any any other questions for Yolanda while we've got her attention? Yeah, Yolanda, have you ever been baptized? Yes. Um, yes. As a matter of fact, um, I can remember reading that part in the Bible about Jesus being baptized and how important it is for us to be baptized. And I had started uh, attending Willow Creek Church. Um, I would drive there every Sunday. And I can remember being compelled that I really want to be baptized. And so it was actually time, sometime later um, that I started going to a church in, in, in my area um, because that, that actually was a very far drive. I, I had to leave at 7.30 in the morning in order to get there by 9.30. So, um, so I started attending in this, where I live in Calp here. And, um, and I got baptized uh, at uh, Evangelical Free Church. Yeah, it was, it was really cool because I realized, you know, I want to show the outward commitment that I've made to Jesus. Um, and I want the world to know kind of thing, you know, that's awesome. And that, yeah, that peace that you were talking about, um, just hit me as you said the word, I have this peace because I know, you know, forgiveness is you know, so hard at times to, to give forgiveness, especially for that type of a situation. And, but at, at the end of the day, if you're holding on to it, it's hurting you more than it's hurting him, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, well, I know that's a lot of pain, but you know, he is the comforter and, um, I'm glad Amen. Jesus has pulled you through it. Cause, um, I, I can just, I can hear it in your soul that you're, you are moving forward and drawing closer to God. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Yolanda, this is Kevin. I have uh, a question for you, uh, cause you yeah. started talking about the Catholic church and being raised Catholic. And then, you know, uh, your friend Fred, who, you know, kind of spoke into your life um, about God and about his character. Uh, can you contrast um, kind of what you learned through the Catholic Church versus what you learned through your own exploration of um, and going to Willow Creek and learning more about the character of God? Yes. I can remember when I was going to Catholic Church, I had a lot of questions and I would ask questions um, and no one was really able to give me a, a good answer um, because I can remember asking the question, um, if Jesus is really important, why do we pray to Mary? It, you know, so I had questions like that and no one could answer. What was really uh, unique about um, Catholicism was the fact that you did learn that there was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and um, and you learned that you know Jesus died for you, um, and that of course he was born of a virgin who was Mary. Uh, but but the but the thing was, we worship Mary more than we worship Jesus. 
um, looking back on it. Um, we had a rosary. On the rosary, you you know, you, you would say 10 Hail Marys and one Our Father. Uh, and it went around until you were all the way back around to the place you started on the rosary. Um, so th- that was one of the marked differences. Um, but as I became a believer and started learning and growing about um, who Christ was, I realized uh, it was Jesus who I had the relationship with, uh, not Mary. Um, not that Mary's not important because she is, but uh, she she should not be worshipped. We shouldn't be worshiping her. Um, and so that that was one of those were some of the takeaways that I I got um, and what I learned um, with about about uh, Christianity. The uh, story that you shared uh, was really powerful, Yolanda, and I just I just wanted to tell you thank you you know for sharing that. Uh, Clearly, um, God is using you and, and the pain that you went through. Um, and so uh, it's amazing, <laughs> really, it's amazing how things like that happen. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's wonderful um, what you've done. You know, you've chosen to, you've chosen to see a terrible, terrible thing that happened to you. And you've chosen to see it in a way that uh, frees you, actually. Um, you know, it, 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 so what a, what an incredible job you've done. It was all him. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Very awesome. Thank you, Yolanda, so much for sharing and all of you. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. I mean, this is, I'm up next. So <laughs> you guys have already gone. Um, I'm up next. So I'll, I'll drag this on as long as you guys cap more questions for Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> so at this time here's angie take it away your testimonial oh goodness i've been trying to take notes and figure out what to share you know like you guys i mean it's like there's so much that um you know what you know Mm -hmm. there's so much that could be shared and so basically i grew up I had a magical child childhood, you know, growing up on a farm, lots of free land to roam around and, you know, just being a free spirited child. It was, it was a very magical way to grow up. And every Sunday it was just expected, you know, that's what we did on Sundays. You get up and you go to church and it was um, a very ritualistic church. You go, um, you know, you know, when to stand, you know, when to sit, you know, when to open your hymnals, you know, when to, you know, recite different verses and we had things memorized and it was very real ritualistic. And then we'd go to Sunday school and, you know, we, you know, learn all the different Bible stories and, you know, it was just a part of what we did. And then as I got older, we had the youth group and we were very active in the community and doing community projects. And they would actually uh, you know, very bravely put us all in like a van and like drive across the country with a bunch of kids. Um, <laughs> I look back on it, I don't know if they still allow stuff like that to happen, but uh, we, we went on some magical adventures, just, you know, driving across the country to go help some projects, uh, you know, build a house, you know, Habitat for Humanity or some, you know, just there's always something we would we would go and on an adventure, we got to see the country. We got to learn about each other and, you know, how to be away from parents. And I learned all that kind of stuff through church. And what's 
interesting as I got older, I was having a conversation with my mom and, uh, you know, cause I never, I never got the idea that we were supposed to have a relationship with Jesus. Like I, I, and my mom looked at me, she's like, how did you miss that part? I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, all I remember is the ritualistic and this is just what we do. And we, we do these nice things and we're good to people. And I, but you know, when I knew about Jesus, obviously he's in all the stories, but I never, what I never understood that I was supposed to have a relationship with him. And I never embodied the idea that the Holy spirit is in me and, um, you know, and it's God working through us to do all these great things and meet all these great people. And, um, I never got that piece until I graduated college. You know, someone asked me recently, do you ever get angry? <laughs> like I I'm pretty upbeat, carefree kind of person. Um, but that was one period of my life when I had anger is when I graduated, I graduated college mad and I, um, I didn't go to, I did not go to church through college. That's kind of interesting. Now that I think about it, I did not go to church while I was at college because I was away from home, away from the ritualistic stuff. And, um, I graduated college mad and I, my goal was let's work for three years, get some experience and then start my own business. That was always my goal coming out of college. Cause I knew that was the only way to really make money in my industry. And so that was my mindset. And I had just the worst experience with one boss after another, after another. And, you know, when you're in the working world, you're not necessarily around Christians. Now you're mixing in with other people that maybe not have the same values as you. And, um, you know, even my first job out of college, I, it was, you know, just maybe three or four months into it. And my grandmother had passed away. And, you know, to me, I mean, you know, when someone in the family dies, you know, you just all figure out a way to show up at the funeral. And I needed two days off work to go to my grandma's funeral. And he said, no. And I, <laughs> I, I couldn't even compute it. I'm like, what do you mean? No, like it's a funeral. Like, <laughs> and it's my grandma's funeral. I need to go. And it, I just couldn't even comprehend it. And so that's another story, but I went anyway. <laughs> um, that was the beginning of my career. And that, that just added to the anger. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Like <laughs> how I just, it just, I don't know. So um, it was during that period of time when I was trying to find myself in my career, I was mad at the world, wasn't going to church still. And that's when I met my future current husband. Um, and Mike <laughs> and he, um, introduced me to this business that had a business conference that actually had church services at it. Um, and that was the first time I was ever introduced to an altar call. I, 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 I guess I had heard of an altar call. I don't think I ever really knew what one was. And it was awesome. I mean, just the, the emotion, the, the love, the, um, you know, just, you, I could feel, you know, the Holy spirit in Jesus for the first time. It like went into my soul, into my spirit. And, um, so I went, I, I couldn't even like stop myself. I just, I was compelled to go to the front for this altar call and ask Jesus to be my savior. And, 
um, you know, come into my heart, even though I had grown up in a, a religious environment. And uh, yeah, so then learning, that's a whole nother conversation, the difference between religion and, and um, you know, and having a relationship with Jesus. That was a whole magical time of learning that. And, and, you know, and then of course, at this conference, they said, well, now you need to go get yourself baptized. Well, baptism to me was, you know, a baby is born and everybody gathers, you sprinkle some water on their forehead and you're baptized. (laughs) That's, that's what we did. And, and so, but it made a lot more sense, you know, to be baptized is a choice. It's a decision. You are making a public declaration that Jesus is your Lord and savior. And I'm not a big fan of water. And I certainly don't like going underwater. And, uh, so I had that piece playing also. I'm like, well, let's just go do this. And we literally just went to, I guess it was a church that we were going to. Um, but I pretty much went in, had got baptized, dried off and, and walked out the door. I, I, that's what I remember. At least I don't know. Um, you know, it was just, again, the ritualistic, you just do it. Um, but it, but it really is, that was a really powerful moment to be able to make that choice and to, um, go through the motions of that, you know, just the symbolism of it all, you know, just all these little magical journeys, just adding to the, the whole picture. And, you know, and then since then it just a lot of magic to learn, what does that mean to, have the Holy Spirit within and how do you hear God's voice? How do you know it's him speaking to you and not your ego or some, you know, or some demon or whatever, like how, you know, I went through that phase of just trying to understand that whole piece. And um, yeah. And the journey continues. Uh, is that good? And you guys, tell me what else you want to know. <laughs> well, Talking about um, having experiences where you know um, Christ has got your uh, his hands on you. What about when you had your your baby? How was that for you? <laughs> well, that's a magical journey in and of itself. But that's that was probably my most powerful Holy Spirit moment because I was working in my industry. You know, I, I was at the peak of my career with a job. I was still in the job world in my industry, but it was, you know, the, you know, I had worked my way up to a really good job. And um, if you want to classify that (laughs) as a good job, whatever that means, but um, I, uh, um, I just, you know, I was, I just knew in my spirit um, that I wanted to have a home birth, but I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's just so out there. Like most people don't do that. And I know there's reasons why obviously, but you know, cause we have hospitals, but I, um, you know, and I was busy working, doing my thing and, um, kind of in denial, I guess like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's coming, you know, I'm getting bigger and bigger and I'm still working. And, um, so he was, he was due October 26th and, it was literally October 1st. I woke up and I, I heard in my spirit strong. I could not deny it. It was undeniable that I was supposed to have a home birth. And I, um, 
<laughs> not having any plan whatsoever. I literally woke up, got up, called the doctor. Cause at that point you're going every week <laughs> to get poked and prodded. And, you know, every week he, I'd show up, he'd tell me another thing. I didn't want to hear about the procedure and how things were, you know, he's acting like I'm injured or ill or like some disease thing. I'm like, I'm having a baby. This is just a natural thing. And you're trying to complicate it. And so I just called him up and, you know, October 1st, they said, I need to cancel my appointment this week. And the gal on the other end, she's like, oh, okay. And I said, okay, thank you. And I hung up and that's literally how it went. And to this day, they've never called to find out, did I have a baby? Did they do something wrong? Is everything okay? I never heard from him to this day. And he's 19 now. Um, so that right there confirmed. I knew that that was the right direction to go. And um, so, and I felt strong about it. I'm like, all right, Lord, you, you told me to do this. So here we go. You know, and so now it was the journey of finding the midwife and how is this all going to work out and get the house ready and whatever. And, um, you know, it's just, it was like a pivot, a massive pivot, but I had peace about the whole thing. Cause I knew it was God had God's hand was on it the whole time. And, um, that was a very powerful moment for me when I, I really for sure heard from him. I knew that I knew that was God. That was not ego. Um, but it was a definite urging that I needed to make that choice. And it all worked out great. It worked out perfect. And as I've talked to people since then, I've had many people confirm um, with me that I, I did a really good thing for, for him and myself. Um, it was, yeah, that, it, that was one of many magical moments with, you know, the Holy Spirit. Um, that was a powerful one for sure. Coming to business, um, what do you, how do you find Christ in your business and what you do now? Well, you know, for me, I, I don't do anything that I don't feel called and led to be, you know, everything I do is led by God. I mean, I don't do something just, you know, because, you know, whatever, you know, I, I always check with God without everything I do. Um, you know, so now I have a relationship with Jesus where I can talk to him and, and get guidance and, and be able to discern way better than I used to, you know, is this something you want me to do or not, or, you know, people to talk to, like, he'll put someone on my heart and, you know, I'll just reach out and call and it would be perfect timing. I mean, it's, that's just kind of how, it's how I've always operated my business really is. Um, like, all right, Lord, I, you know, I, where's my next client? And, you know, he just provides <laughs> it. It's very contrary to, you know, business in general, where everyone's like push, push, push and market and grow. And, you know, you know, and, and yeah, you need a little more strategy to really grow bigger and faster, but I've done very well just by having God guide me and, and me being willing to ask and listen. I don't, I'm probably, I'm sure I don't, I'm sure there's times when I don't ask and it's probably the times I get in trouble, but you know, he makes it, he turns everything around because we're human. We, you know, that's the importance of having a group like this and staying in God's word and, and, you know, having constant communication with God and God's people. And, you know, I'm very careful who I surround myself with. Um, 
you know, cause we're here to encourage one another and um, it's just very important to, you know, just keep yourself strong so that you can love and serve, you know, customers, clients, people, you know, cause everything, everything is from God. We just, as humans, we lose sight of it, especially anyone that watches a screen, <laughs> which is pretty much all of us anymore. There's so much stuff out there. And I love, I, there's a lot of good though. There's a lot of good stuff. And I'm, I'm very grateful to see a lot more good happening on screens versus the bad. But um, does that answer your question? Did I, did I get that? Did I go the direction you were thinking? Of course you went the direction you were led. So <laughs> Yolanda and Bill, do you have any questions for Angie before we call it a, a wrap on this episode? So did you ever get baptized? I did. Yes. And it was really, it was beautiful. Cause I, um, the church, I, I don't know. I think we were going to church there. I think we were, I just remember going in, getting dunked. I was all wet. And in the back room, you know, changing clothes with all these other women um, and I, I remember there was a woman back there. Um, she had to be 98 or some, yeah, she was in her nineties for sure. Um, I mean, we were all ages getting baptized. It was really, really cool. And, um, yeah, we dried off and I just remember leaving. I think they were still doing their church service. Um, and, uh, but it was just, it was the ritualistic thing for me. I just needed to go and get it done. It was the church we were going to for a while. I just, for some reason, remember getting dunked and leaving. I don't know why that's in my head, but I did it and it was magical. It was really cool. That's awesome, Angie. Um, I mean, you know, I've personally, like had so many experiences I, where I know, you know, God has spoke to me and reached out to me. And I mean, have you, have you ever heard God's like voice in a dream or, um, have you uh, ever experienced uh, maybe through a, another person like you met an angel or um, have you ever had any of those experiences? I know I have in various ways. Yeah, great question, Bill. For me, and what's fascinating, I love this conversation because it's individual for everyone. And I cannot say I had any direct I do remember one instance where I had to have somebody interpret it for me, basically, but it's not like he shows up and like, I know this is God. Like I had a woman walk up to me one day, never met her before in my life. And she said, call this a divine appointment. And then she, you know, that's a whole nother conversation I could go into. That was very magical because that sent me on a whole new direction. Um, and, and, and I've had other people say, you mean God actually took form and talked to you? You know, at the time I didn't notice it that way, but I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. Um, and then, uh, um, I, I was, I was in training for being a Reiki practitioner and we had these, um, I don't even know what we called it, but we went into these really deep meditations and then we would all come back and talk about our experiences and, you know, I kept seeing this super bright light, super bright light. And that's when I first realized that that's, you know, she said, well, that's, that was Jesus. That was, that was Jesus. I didn't see any shape, 
but it was a super bright, beautiful light. And um, so it was neat to have her, I had to pull those notes out again. I took a bunch of notes from that because um, the specifics are eluding me, but um, that was a very magical moment to just feel that presence in that environment. And then, um, oh gosh, uh, there were others. Um, those are the ones that mainly come into play. And a lot of times, like I've had a dream, like you mentioned dream, uh, you know, one time I woke up in the middle of the night with this word, um, that I, I, at the time I didn't know what it meant, but I knew it was a word (laughs) and it was like, uh, endocrinologist, endocrinologist, endocrinologist. It was like this beating in my head. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that is. And uh, so I guess I better research that or something. And so that set me on a magical journey. Um, you know, so I was just, you know, I didn't think of it at the time, but I'm sure that was God speaking to me through my dreams. I'm sure throughout um, life, different people, you know, just from a smile, uh, a passing comment, you know, a random hug from someone I haven't seen in a while, whatever. I mean, I, I think we're all angels to one another. And, um, and there's definitely very special moments that stand out as very specific, but I think every moment is um, we're, we're being angels to one another. We don't necessarily look at it that way or think like that. Um, maybe oh, we should. I do. Yeah, you know, there you go. I mean, maybe I should more. <laughs> You know, because, uh, I mean, I look at like, um, you know, just uh, certain people I've meet, met and a couple doctors. And uh, I mean, we one, we all have a, a, a spirit to us. And, you know, angels are, you know, spirits. And um, they are, you know, the, I believe they're running around on this planet and helping people and, uh, you know, carrying out God's work and um, you know, helping humans that, um, uh, need help. And, uh, you know, so it's, and it is personal and, um, you know, it's a a blessing, you know, when you have that happen in your life and you recognize it. So anyway, that's all I had. Now that's, it's a brilliant, uh, question because what the more you, the more, like for me, the more I focus on it, the more I notice it and pay attention to it. And just like anything, you know, you put your focus, I know God focused podcast, the more you focus on seeing God, like I, for me, again, it's nature. Nature is my anchor. You know, I, I, I just think it's hilarious. All the, you know, the, the, the creativity in the plant material, like each plant is so specific to, you know, its needs and it's the way it looks and the way it grows and, you know, same thing with insects, like they're all so unique and just, uh, you know, and God cares for every single one of these creatures. Um, and you know, you know, the earthworms in the ground, you know, the, the soil, the sky, you know, oh gosh, you know, just, you know, even, you know, the sky is a whole new direction. Like when you really put your focus on, um, the vastness of infinity, like, (laughs) uh, you know, and, and that's, uh, to me, I mean, that's, we are all of it. I mean, we're all connected by this beautiful energy and we are angels to one another. Mm-hmm. And the more we focus on that. And I know when I was little, that was to me, that was kind of my natural heart stance growing up. 
you know, we were always, you know, how do we help one another? And we grew up on a farm. So farmers are always helping each other, like someone's stuck in the mud. So, you know, a couple of farmers come over and help pull them out. And, and then the neighbor gets stuck and doing something and, you know, everyone just helped each other. I mean, it wasn't, it was just something, we, you know, everybody, it was a community thing. You know, now I live in the suburbs and, you know, yeah, my, you know, and that make, you know, it's interesting. Like, where do you cut the line? Because it's like, oh, my, you know, my plumbing's not working. I need a plumber. Well, you hire a plumber to come and do that. <laughs> that's, that's where we've advanced to now. But, um, you know, it is interesting. Um, we help one another. We help one another. And we've all been given gifts like that. And for us to go out and, and share our gifts to the world and be able to make a living at it, um, you know, that's a fun adventure. Cause yeah, we are, we are ministering to one another, whether it's in business, personal neighbors, family. Um, yeah. And, and just being able to see each, see ourselves as that vessel of light and love. And it's important to keep ourselves healthy so that we can continue to be that vessel of life and love and, and light um, for one another. So yeah, it is. It's, it's fascinating because, you know, and I'll be, I remember one, another incident. Um, I was standing in line at, at a nursery center. I was buying a, um, the lady in front of me was buying a piece of pottery that she was going to use to make for it. It's a pottery, a piece of pottery specifically for bonsai trees, but she wasn't going to use it for bonsai. And so it came with these copper wires and, and the gal said, oh, just throw those. Out. I don't need those. And I'm thinking I'm standing there behind her like, oh, my gosh, you know, don't throw those out. <laughs> you know, I could use those. But then my, I went into my brain. I'm thinking, well, I don't have a bonsai tree right now. I don't really need another thing around the house. You know, I was you know, I'm always very sensitive about, you know, bringing stuff in and out of the house. Like, I don't need a lot of stuff <laughs> and um, I don't need stuff I don't need. and. Um, so I, 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 you know, I, I didn't, I thought I heard this voice kind of in my head. I don't know if it was my thoughts. I, I assume it was probably Jesus helping me, you know, go ahead and ask that woman. Yeah. Go ahead and ask that woman for those wires. Cause they were going to throw them out anyway. And I got in my own way and decided no. And I swear to you, the very, I've always wanted a bonsai tree the very next day. I found a plant that I could, it was perfect plant to, to turn into a bonsai. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I had just gotten the wires yesterday, like God told me to, and I denied it. I just, <laughs> that was another little thing. I always remember that story because I, I didn't listen. And I, I, and I heard him tell me, it was just, you know, this gentle, yeah, I just go, you know, it wasn't like, because that was my, always my question too. Like, what's the difference between ego and God's voice. And the way I understand it is if, it, if, if um, something's happening and you get this internal sense, like, oh my gosh, no, don't do that. And like, it's the scary, like, you know, anxiety driven answer that's ego. But if it's a, like a, a gentle coach, like a, or a strong coach, um, with, uh, you know, from coming from that different place of love and support to me, that's the difference. That's one way you can weigh it. I mean, that's, that's one way. Um, and that makes sense to me. Yeah. Cause I, I, I definitely heard a gentle, strong 
coaching voice saying, just ask her for those wires. And I, my goal is to continue to always find that voice in my life. And, um, and, and I, I wish that on everyone to get to that point, because I don't think most people have experienced that, or they don't realize that it's happening and, and maybe they do. That's, that's, what's really cool. I think a lot of people actually do hear it and they don't realize that's God talking to you <laughs> kind of like right now, what, what, you know, you were catching me, Bill. Cause I, that I'm sure that was God talking to me. Um, but at the time I didn't catch it that way. That's it. That looking back, I'm like, well, I know that was him now. Cause the next day I found that tree and he knew that was going to happen. I didn't know that, but he knew that. So that's how that, to me, that's how it all works. It's just staying in tune to that voice and being able to hear it and then listening to it, like listening to it, like not denying it. Like I did in that case. And, um, but yeah, the case with the, you know, the, uh, with Michael's birth, I heard it was that same strong coach. It wasn't this, oh my gosh, you gotta like, you know, you know, fire this guy. It wasn't in any kind of anger or angst. It was a strong, very firm that, you know, this is what I want you to do. And, um, it was, a, it was, that was the first real powerful one that, that really, really shifted everything for me to be able to always draw on that story and, and remember that and use that as a guiding tool, you know, throughout life. It's a relationship, you know, just yeah, like, that's, with, yeah. that's awesome, Angie. Oh, uh, thank you, Bill. Yeah. I remember when I went to court and, uh, I was, uh, kind of in a hard spot you know, uh, when you're in an argument, uh, you know, and just, uh, you know, be transparent, be honest, um, and tell the truth. And, uh, the truth hurts and most people can't handle it guys, you know, because sometimes it is hurtful, you know, but it does set you free and it's on, it'll put you on the path, uh, to, uh, true happiness and success and, um, um, you know, self, pre- uh, preparation or, or whatever the word I'm trying to think of, um, you know, it'll, it'll just help you. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Truth, beauty, and love three powerful words that, uh, life kind of boils down to <laughs> truth, beauty, and love. That's, life in a nutshell. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you all today for sharing and, um, yeah. And for those of you that are listening, um, we would love, um, you know, any of your input thoughts, you know, we honor your questions as well and, you know, give us some other ideas and topics that we can expand on and, you know, and congrats to this whole podcast team, because most podcasts don't even make it this past like 10 episodes, I think is the average. And uh, we're out there strong with, I don't know how many episodes we're at now, but 32 are published. That's awesome. So kudos to all of you on the podcast team and uh, thank you to all our listeners and um, God bless each one of you. And, and I do know, and I do know that uh, God did send you an angel in the form of Mike. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. My my husband for sure is uh, 
an absolute angel. No yeah. doubt about that. And yeah. you're an angel too, and you guys have been truly a great blessing in my life. And uh, I've known Yolanda a long time, and uh, just getting to meet Kevin, he sounds uh, so wonderful and um, a mature and uh, a deep-thoughted person. I, I, I'm enjoying getting to meet him. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Yolanda. Yolanda is our super angel. Mm. <laughs> no word. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Here we go. All right, you guys are amazing. All of let's you. Ha- let's, let's have a hallelujah and an amen. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. So, if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.